0: Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everyone? This is Dom Sugar, and welcome back to the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode 362, and today I'm very excited because I hijacked the show so we can talk all about the 1K Fast Track. What's going on, brother? What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I think that's good. I think we can maybe make this happen. It only took us about 30 minutes to get that intro. Why don't we tell people about that?
0: (laughs) Nice. You know, I'm not used to this stuff. You know, you're the host. I'm just
1: a guest. You know, I'm the on the sideshow, that's all, Chris <laughs> No, it was awesome, it was awesome, man, it, you did a great job, and I like that you actually did that because you actually now, you can kind of see what it takes to maybe do an intro, it's not that easy, is it?
0: It's not very easy, especially if you're going to try and add lib, I mean, I, I probably have about 45 <laughs> notes, I started with a pen, a marker, scribbled out about 40 chicken scratches, and I thought, you know what, just let me use a, you know, a word uh, press or something and start <laughs> writing stuff
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, but we are we are going to talk all about the one K fast track. And uh, I wanted to get you back on because our second group has went through, and the numbers are pretty amazing. They were amazing in the beginning when we did our pre challenge. And for anyone that is even wondering what the heck I'm talking about or we're talking about, it's something that we created. Gosh, going back about three months now, I think it's over three months now, and it's something we call the one K fast track. And what that basically is. It's for people that are struggling to just get started. And how can we get them to 1K in sales? And the way to do it, really, and that's why I reached out to Dom, because Dom is the retail arbitrage, the RA ninja, as we call him, the master. And he's been doing it for 15-plus years, probably closer to 20. Uh, But he decided to help me, uh, help you with teaching this stuff. And we've already had two classes go through it. We're actually evolving every single time. And the second time, with this second group, has been crazy on the numbers, and those numbers just to kind of let you guys know what we're talking about. We're talking thirty thousand seven hundred and seventy-two dollars and fifty-three cents, and that's actually higher than um, I announced in our private group inside the one K fast track because someone forgot to submit their totals until after we finished our six weeks. So we added another four grand there. Um, so Dom, I mean, what does this? What does this say about retail arb? What does it mean? Well, first of all, it's pretty overwhelming, those numbers. Uh,
0: The first group we thought was good. The second group, you know, far succeeded that group. So I'm very impressed. And and four weeks to source all that stuff, and then by six weeks to have it all prepped up and sent to Amazon or do manual sales. It's crazy. But what it tells you is that, I mean, it's the same thing we've been hearing for the last couple of years. You know, retail arb is dead now because of gated categories, uh, gated, you know, brands and stuff. But again, you know, we put lots of volume through every day, so we know on you know, on point on fact that it's not dead again, it might have not have been what it was, you know, five years ago because so many people are into it. And, you know, there's maybe not as many retailers now because unfortunately, a lot of them are closing down. But in reality, there's still money to be made if, if you want to put the effort in it. It's a you know, it's 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 a simple business model too. you
1: buy cheap, you sell high. I yep. mean, there's nothing easier than that. Yep. Well, you know, and I want to talk about that because I don't want this just to be us, you know, sharing numbers and getting everyone excited. I actually want to kind of go back through and uh, and we can kind of, you know, retrace those steps that this group did, but the first, the first group did, and kind of like what you see moving forward for retail arbitrage, whether that's selling on eBay or Amazon. And I want to kind of highlight that, you know, a lot of people don't consider eBay when doing this. And I want to talk about like why I don't think that's smart. And uh, one of the things I want to again mention, and some of you guys have heard this story, but I go back to my wooden bridges. You know, I like that story because you know, that was something that I did. And if you guys didn't hear that story really quickly, uh, you know, my wife and I, uh, when we were still in our photography business, before we actually even really got that role in 100%, we were looking for ways to to make extra money. So we started playing around with selling things on eBay, uh, very, very little, just stuff around the house. And then we started to uh, to sell these wooden bridges. There were like these little cedar wooden bridges. They were four feet and they were arched and then you can put them in a garden. That's what they were for, just a little decorative type of bridge. And um, we were buying them for 25 and selling them for 140 bucks. And that's what really got me excited about just online in general. That's going way back. But that was eBay and and eBay was around before Amazon. So they're a buyer's search engine. There's still sales happening there every single day. I know, Dom, you've got tons of inventory in there and you do tons of volume through eBay. So when people would say to you, Dom, right now, like eBay is like dead and there's no one buying on eBay, what would you say to that person?
0: Yeah, I would say that, you know, that's false, first of all again, I might agree with them that the volume is not like it used to be, but it's not like it dropped 50-60%, right? It might have lost 10 15 up maybe 20% because of Amazon's growth so fast and the FBA process and easy, but eBay is an easy solution for products that you can't list on Amazon or stuff that you have multiples. If you've got 20 or something, you might not want to send it into Amazon FBA or Man and Fulfill It just on Amazon. You want to have it on both platforms. And matter of fact, not even two, three, four, five platforms, right? We always forget everyone's, you know, we're all we're all addicted to Amazon FBA and Amazon, but there's still Amazon, you know, UK that you can sell on and Man and Fulfill It or Amazon Canada, fulfill it yourself, and eBay and a host of other sites that you could you could put your product on. So eBay and Amazon are two different, two different monsters. But they're a two-headed monster, and that's good for business, for 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 a, for a retail ARB seller, e-commerce marketplace seller. You know, there's a blue-collar, white-collar. You're high-end stuff you maybe want to put on Amazon. You know, your, your collectibles or your used goods you might want to put on eBay. So, you know, those are my thoughts on it. Again, yeah, it's far from no. debt.
1: Yeah, no. And I, again, I mean, our, to kind of give you guys a little bit of what you guys can do like right now, if you guys are listening to this and even if you're, I know people right now that are private labeling. I know actually one guy that's doing over a hundred thousand dollars a month and he's still doing some RA like, and, and, you know, Dom, you know who I'm talking about and you know, they're, they're still doing it because to them, it's just, it's a system you get in place. Right. And once you understand what you're looking for, then you just go find that. The, the thing The thing is with the 1K Fast Track, the reason why we did this is because we know people, and, and we had people come in the class that says, Scott, I've been a listener of the podcast for over a year, and I still haven't pulled the trigger on a private label product. I just don't know what product to pick. And I said, you know what? For these people, we just got to get them started. So what better way than to go out and find product retail product that's discounted way discounted and there's strategies behind that there's also cute you know how you can get additional coupons and money off and all that stuff which we go through um, you know extensively inside of the class but you know you can go in there buy it low and sell it high and you can literally do that in a week like you can have a product picked and launched and on amazon live in a week you can have it less than that if you want to do fulfilled by merchant you can have it done the same day um which we have students that have already done that um but Um, What we did, and this is what you guys can do like right now, and I actually did it on episode 312, and I'm going to kind of bring it back right now, is you can find the stuff that's laying around your house right now, and this is what we had the class do before we even started the class. We had a pre-challenge. We called it the pre-challenge, so seven days, and it's like the time starts now, and then seven days from now, you're going to go ahead, and you're going to report back what you sold, and we're not even saying you got to go out and find stuff. We're saying only go into... A garage in an attic or anywhere, and you find that stuff that's laying around that you think that you would put in a garage sale. If you would put that in a garage sale, you can put that on eBay. Period. And you should be. And we had we had students do that in the second. Or the first group did over thirty six or thirty eight hundred dollars. The second group did over I think it was six sixty two hundred or something like that. In we're talking seven days, guys, like seven days, and they didn't have a product when they started. All right. So my challenge to you would be do that. Like Right now, depending on when you're listening to this, I don't care when you're listening to this, start right now. The, the time starts now. Boom. I just I just did the stopwatch. Seven days from now, come back. Let us know. Go to this blog post. Go to episode 362, theamazingseller.com forward slash 362. You'll also find the show notes, the transcripts, and all that stuff there, but go there and put something in the comments there, what happened after that seven days. I want you guys to start doing that right now because there's no excuses, Dom, don't don't you find that, I mean, we just did a meetup together, right? We were in Canada together, and uh, it's funny when I'm recording this, because when it airs, it'll be probably a couple weeks later, but I was just in Toronto, we did a last-minute trip, which was phenomenal, by the way, and uh, watched the Cavs and the Raptors, and got to hang out with Dom for the weekend and stuff, and that was a last-minute deal, but we did a TAS meetup in Toronto, and one of the biggest things there, Dom, was people were getting stuck on still what kind of product to pick. So, would you say that that type of person might even just want to start with retail arbitrage until they figure out the product?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a simple, uh, well, transition, you know, to get into retail arb, which will lead you to an easier transition into Amazon FBA. And, and again, that's one of the reasons we started the course. It's not necessarily you want to stay in, in RA for for your whole, you know, your whole business life. But the transition, I find that people just get even confused with just shipping and what what's an FNSQ and how many limits how many limits you could products you could have in your account. And with mm-hmm. RA, don't forget, you can also season your account and give it history, feedback history. You can give it sales through, you can get through those thresholds that Amazon wants you to go through. And then when you're ready to, to release your uh, private labor products, you might have a, a limit of 10 or 15,000. So now you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be uh, stopped or, or slowed down because you can't send so many units. in. so the, the RA helps you do that. And again, it, it, it's a, uh, it's a quick selling process too if you if you know how to purchase right or source right, you're gonna buy a product that's gonna be flipping every couple of days. Uh, again yeah, it's an easy transaction and I to be honest, I would say 50% of the, the you know the private label guys that I work with or I've talked to they're actually starting retail arbitrage. that was their entry point a lot and, of them. you know and then they want to scale I mean I, I'll be the first to say that you have to put a lot of work in a lot of SKUs a lot of revenue, a lot of space, a lot of time if you want to scale to RA to do you know seven figures like we're doing in RA. In but but order what if to-
1: someone? But but what if someone just wanted to get to twenty-five or thirty thousand net a year? Well,
0: yeah, for sure they could easily do that. Easily do that, right? What I what I meant by that, Scott, is that you know private label allows you to to scale pretty fast within a year. You could of be course. doing pretty good. Where RA takes a lot more time, more effort. So that's why, even in my situation, that's why I went to private label because I'm like, you know what? I've got my RA business. I want to have something a little more lucrative where I don't have to put as much time up, but keep the RA on it. So kind of like a
1: part-time job after my yep. full-time job. Yep. I think full-time it's a side hustle too. It's a side. Yep. It, you can do a side hustle here, right? Exactly, exactly. So and you're learning think, through that process.
0: Of course, yeah. And you're building your inventory for Q4. Like a lot of them in the 1K Fast Track did the last two groups and the third one and the fourth one. will have time still. You know, twenty thirty thousand is definitely achievable. Uh, you know, a year. I, you know, gross sales for sure. Net. You know, that's achievable too. So. It's an easy process. First of all, like I said, we 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 taught we you know, we taught the, the groups to, to go thrifting in their house or, or house hunting, go through and you'd be surprised how much so I could do it myself in a whole eBay store if I went through our house. Like I said, old iPhones and maybe a you know, not so good computer anymore, or old toys for my daughter and clothing that doesn't fit us anymore, you know, especially me now, with all my brand name clothes that don't fit. You know, I could put all those I could put all those on there and sell them. You know, you're not gonna get retail value for them, but you get a few bucks for them. And it seasons your account. That's the best thing, you know. You're selling stuff for five, six dollars. You're going to get your feedback for ten dollars stuff as well. You know, you might and, not and have. Maybe, a lot.
1: May, maybe before we move on with that, why don't we talk about why that's important to have your account be seasoned? Well, it's important because
0: of, of the the way Amazon, especially for Amazon, even eBay, the way they 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 sense the algorithm and, and how they rank you and buy box and stuff like that and. You know, eBay with the top rated seller and, you know, the free shipping and the 30 day returns. You know, you get discounts at Amazon and eBay. You actually take 10% if you're a top rated seller, and it takes time to get those badges. So, you know, the more product you got on there that flips, the more, the more uh, chance that you'll get those badges and buy box. again if you're gonna transition from RA to private label eBay's really not going to do anything for you but it's definitely an asset to have that and Amazon is definitely you're gonna go through all the product. I, I still get so many people that don't even know what the FNSq is but you'll know that you'll know how to print out the labels put them on your on your on your on your uh, on your barcode put them in a box have to do a manifest type thing count ship out your boxes you'll know what warehouses your stuff's going to before you order your, you do private label that kind of stuff so it's a whole it all
1: intertwines. Really? Yeah. Well, again, I mean, you're you're dipping your toe in without a lot of risk. Yep. You can get started really really fast. Um and uh you can start to understand and learn the process. I think that's the big thing. And once you do, then, you know, then then you're going to see that, you know, what this thing works and you know, maybe I want to keep going. And I talk a lot about that. I talk about it you know, publicly, but I also talk about it in, a, in any of the classes that we teach. And it's really about like, how do we get you started? Like, that's the hardest part. And then once we get you started, how do we get your results fast? So this way here, when you get those results, it makes you want to keep going and it builds that momentum. Like there's nothing more than getting a sale and going like, holy crap, like this thing worked. And then you want to go back out to the stores to find more product or you want to go find your next private label product. Like it just, again, it gives you your own internal motivation, which you know what we all need, but nothing is better than getting that first sale. And then from there, being able to say, okay, this thing works, I'm going to keep moving on it. And that's really why we decided to do the 1K fast track because because then it's going to force you to learn quickly. You don't have to wait. You don't have to say, well, I got to get it freight forwarding. I got to do, you know, I got to get a supplier. I got to get all this stuff. No, you're just finding stuff that's currently selling. You're jumping on that listing. Cause you can, you know, as long as that's not a gated brand, which again, that's a whole nother thing, but you'll know it'll say restricted. You can't sell it. And then from there you just move on to the ones that you can now, just to bring up that again on a seasoned account, we talk about seasoning your account. When you do private labeling. Now, when you launch a product, you're going to be able to rank better because now you're you're kind of in their system and you're you've got a good rating on yourself hopefully you do a good seller uh, rating and stuff, and that's going to help you when you launch rather than someone that's brand new, right? The other thing is, and Don, we just discovered this this through this last group where um, actually my son was looking into uh, selling like s- certain sneakers and, and, and socks and stuff that are designer socks or sports socks and stuff like that, hats and lids and all these different things, and we were running across the issue where it was uh, some of these brands were gated, but we also can go to request to get ungated and what we found is with a seasoned account, it was literally one click of a button and then you were approved. That was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, pretty – exactly. Yeah, it's, I mean we've we done that and I just did it for fun, 10, 12 brands. I'm like, yeah, ungated. It's stuff that we've never sold before.
1: Yeah, Nike, yeah, it was Oakley, Polo, like all those yeah. name brands. It was one click and we were approved.
0: NBA, NFL, New Era, you name it, You know, DC Shoes, Fox Racing, a million different brands. They can do it again. Now we do try on an account because we had 1K fast trackers try it, new guys, and they couldn't get it done. Obviously, that's because they—it's a trust issue, right? It, it's a—it's a customer service thing. It's—it's it's product. They don't, you know, they don't want the unexperienced products, especially a lot of times it's because of counterfeit goods. That's why they do it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you've proven – tra- it's all about track record, right? It's just like a promotion basically, a job. You work for two years. You can apply for you know, an assistant manager. And after two years, the manager and kind of like that. It's a, it's a progression. So Amazon has those algorithms in for you. And then definitely it's going to be a lot easier. And if you want, once you get to the private labeling st- stage, like a few people have already, even from our alumni group, I think two or three are already private labeling in our, mm-hmm. our new group. Actually, one or two of them were already private labeled and they want to add retail arbitrage to their account just to get more income. It's just sure. a side thing to get more income, especially if you're in the same playground. It's not like you got to go somewhere else, right? You can just do two things. I have two sets of friends. I have one on this side of the playground, on that side, of the, but we all hang around in the same area. You know, it's the same thing. You have, why wouldn't you have one channel? when you can have two or three, or you can have two r- streams of revenue, especially if you're trying to gear up to make this a lifestyle change, right, Scott? I mean, this is what we talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to work for yourself. You don't want to work for the man. You don't want to have to punch in. You don't have to wear a uniform. You don't have to get evaluated. You know, your evaluation and your raise is every month. Yeah, I I gained 20% income more. I, you know, Amazon tells you that you did 30% more this month, 40% more. That's that, that's your uh, that's your raise, mm. you know? And, and then you also handle, you also... You know you have your own destiny the harder you work the more product you get you know the the achievements you know the the that helps you gain you know your experience and, and then financially it'll help you and then that's all in your hands again sometimes amazon has a little bit of hands if you guys are doing you know again gray mar- market area or black hat stuff again we can't help you with that stuff you know just you know if you stay up and clean and you hustle again like a lot of people like to use that word and find product and then I mean, find your own niche. Sometimes that works instead of just, well, going I, with I was
1: going to say, let's, let, let's kind of dig into some things that these guys can actually take away. And, sure. and if they want to get out there and if they want to go and start finding products, I, I want to highlight a couple things that I've, you've brought up a couple times, uh, both privately and, you know, publicly, um, actually at our meetup, you were even talking to some people there and you're actually talking to my son because my son came along for the ride and he wants to, to kind of uh, narrow, narrow down his market to what he wants to do as far as doing a little bit of retail arb. Um, and, and what you told him and some other people that were at the meetup and me privately was like, you know, some people are just, they're narrowing their focus into just like one category or two categories. And then just all they do is go in and look for those things. Um, and you brought up a, a good story. One guy, and it, this isn't even going out and doing retail arbitrage, but he sells hubcaps. Can you tell that story? Is it cool to tell that story? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, he, he sells on
0: eBay and his name is uh, New York Joe. Joe, Joe Hubcap, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I've watched, he's got a lot of good information about selling online. He, he's like a, they call him an eBay fanboy. So he's the number one proprietor of eBay. He doesn't sell on Amazon and it's all about eBay for him. So he does, you know, there's technical things that change or, you know, how to upgrade your listing, stuff like that, but he sells Hubcaps and he's got a business, a retail business where he buys sells, close out Hubcaps or OEM Hubcaps. OEM means like it's actual original stuff from Ford or like, you know, or from Chevy. And then his storyline is that he actually goes out once a week or so, and he drives around the thruway and the thriftway, and you can actually see these videos online, and he actually picks up hubcaps that are flown off the interstate in New York. You know, he'll pick up a couple hundred here in a month, and it's all free money because he just puts right. it on. Right. You know, he throws them on eBay, so they are good, and then he mixes it in with his new stuff, and again, he's been effective because he has a lot of the or- overseas, offshore hubcaps coming in that are undercutting him, but he's made a niche because he's got good customer service, he does 100% returns on everything and stuff. So and it's pretty cool how he's built the business. You yeah. know, I mean, I don't know his numbers fully, but he's got lots of skews and it's it's such. Uh, how to, I mean, it's such a – I say niche, but you like say niche. It's such a niche. That <laughs> <laughs> so they go to him if they're looking for a 1965 Hopcat right, for their Mustang right. or 1985 uh, a hopcat for their you know. For their Corvette or 1983
1: for their Bug or whatever you name, you don't even. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it it makes sense, and you know, you know, it's it's funny because so so many people wouldn't think of that. I I I know there's another story that you could share about the guy with the keyboard, right? Yeah, selling selling certain keys. So why don't you talk about that one?
0: So all he's doing basically you can't do now because people caught on, but he was taking Apple keyboards, buying them used on eBay or Amazon or or Craigslist. And he was pulling buying the keyboards for twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, maybe fifteen dollars. You know keyboards sell for about hundred bucks, the wireless ones, or the non the non wireless ones are actually the cheapest ones he was getting. And he pulled out all the keys and sell them individually. So right. like the space bar was like fifteen bucks and the return key was like eighteen bucks and the Y was ten bucks and because people aren't gonna replace a whole keyboard if only one key's on. So he made a whole business on that. It's crazy. Yeah. He put himself yeah, yeah. through university and college through it. Right.
1: You know? So he, again he, he, he exploited it. I, yeah. So I mean I mean, there's so many different angles that you could approach this. And again, so many people, and I'm not saying that this is going to be your main business, but if you're struggling, if you're stuck, if you're saying to yourself, or if maybe you're saying like, I've got a couple of products up, but I'm just not sure what that third one is yet. Rather than just waiting around, this could be something that you could do on the side and then just add it to the revenue numbers, right? It's it's like, or the, you know, your, your net numbers at the end of the year. Um, another story that I like to share that you, that you had said was, um, there's another guy that all he does is he gets ready for fourth quarter with toys, and he just loads yep. up in fourth quarter, and then he makes two three $300,000 for the year, and and he's good. And then the rest of the year, he just slowly builds his inventory for fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, that's basically all he does. He's a good friend of mine it's uh, that's actually here in Canada, so it's a little bit of a process, but what he does is he buys – but he only specializes in that market. He doesn't do anything else, so no clothing, no video games, no anything else, all brand-new toys from all the – from the major – major distributors you're talking mattel hasbro uh you know you know fun for kids a million different uh, wholesalers or distributors out there they close out all the stuff for them he takes all the toys builds it up all year round and he sends it in starting in november beginning of november truckloads of stuff pallets of stuff cl- and then just cruises right through christmas and some of it's old toys but again you're talking marvel toys and barbie and you know, still top of the line stuff. It might not be brand new stuff; it might be two, three years old. But for the price he's paying, he can make margins on it, and he's working on a, you know, twenty to thirty, sometimes fifty percent margins. And yeah, he'll gross, you know, a million
1: dollars in, in a month and a half. You know, okay. and walk away two hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand. That's all he does. Yeah, and well, let, let me say this though too, because you, you you said that they're not new. They're they're new in the box. They're just not new as far they're as like this year
0: right they're not right. current I should say right. yes they're not frontline mainline sorry yeah they are i meant what they, yeah, and they're not. one
1: other thing one other thing that we 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 like to highlight inside the 1k fast track when, when we're starting to talk about like and, and really drill into like how to find product and not have to actually go out there and maybe go to the stores cuz a lot of people say well i don't want to go out to the stores or i don't want to go to the 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 yard sales or i don't want to go to the garage sales and i mean you can find gold there i mean estate sales any of that stuff but nowadays they're making it so easy to sit in front of your computer and have that stuff come to you. And we talk about that. I can almost guarantee that everyone out there right now listening has a Facebook group in their area. That is a garage sale site. There's multiple ones. And what'll happen is, is they're going to post things just a regular everyday person. A mom is cleaning out their house and they're going to go ahead and start listing that stuff on their garage sale site, sometimes free, come pick it up, you know, and that stuff there can be inventory for eBay. Some of it's going to be maybe new in box. If it's new in box, you could possibly sell that on Amazon. So this way here, you don't have to actually go out to the stores. You can have that as your side thing. And once a day, you go in and you just look at the feed. And that's it. And if something catches your attention, you reach out to that person. You negotiate. You get a deal. You buy it. I actually sent this uh, uh, to you, Dom. And I also posted it in the 1K Fast Track group. As I was scrolling through one of the ones I belonged to up home, it was a guy selling all this Daytona, um, you know, the or the, I'm sorry, the NASCAR stuff. And it was a whole collection that he'd been collecting for the past 10 years or 15 years. And it was like 350 bucks. Now, this was a, a site that was up home, so I couldn't really do it. I actually, I, I reached out to my daughter and I said, you might want to check this stuff out. But like Dom said, you just got to kind of go through that stuff and see what it's going for. And then the guy, I think, wanted 350. You could have offered him maybe 100 bucks. Maybe you take it, maybe 150. He might not have taken it, but at least you make the offers. But that deal came to me. So this way here, I could react to it. Um, and the other thing that we've talked about is putting an ad in Craigslist, um, uh, and, and then basically just saying like, Hey, if anyone has, and if you're going to, if you're going to niche it down or niche it down, you're going to basically just say what you're looking for. Uh, you know, any new inbox, uh, you know, Hasbro toys, any new inbox, Barbie, any new inbox, this right. Um, or clothes or whatever you want to do hats. Um, and yep. then from there, people are going to call you and then, yep. You can decide if you want to have that and that way there you're not having to go out there. You can almost put this system in place and then you're only getting calls uh, you know, or people contacting you when they have stuff that you might be interested in. Nerf toys or something, right? Um, so that's a great strategy for anyone out there that's thinking, you know what, I might wanna do this but I don't wanna go out there and go in the stores and scan items and do that whole thing. Um, so it's a really easy way to actually do it. So it's endless on what you can do and I wanna really stress that. I think people get hung up on, well, I don't have time or, oh, I don't want to do that. If you don't have time to build this business, then you're not really at the part where you need to make that transition in your life. Because to me, it's like, you'll know, like when you create that why, that strong why of why you're doing this, that's when you put in the work. That's when you put in the time. Well, Scott, I don't have enough time because I work nine to five. Man, you got a lot of time because I remember working nine to five. Actually, I was working seven to seven and still having time, to build my photography business on the side because I wanted to get out of doing my seven-to-seven seven job, right? So there's there's time. You just have to allocate that time. It could be an hour a day. What's that going to be on your lunch hour? Uh, you know, I know my son, you know, he, he was out to school, and he would say, hey, I got a break in between class. I'm going to head over to a certain store, and I'm going to do a little retail art. Like, you know what I mean? He wants to get into it. So he's he's out there doing that on his, on his time that he's not in school. Um, so anyway, Dom, I know a little bit of a rant there, but I just want people to understand that it's not – it's not, you know, where yeah you have to go in and put all this time in, but you can put time in and it's so available to all of us.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean it, it all depends what you want to put into it, right? It's like anything. It's your job your your current job or you know, your relationships, it's any your health. It's it's all gonna be down boiled down to what you think you can put into it. And then I think at some times you just have to it has to be some realization. Again, I'll use my. You know, I, I don't want to rant off on the topic, but my weight—it's always the same thing. I'm busy. I'm busy. I can't lose weight. But you know what? You get to a point where you got to say, you know what? I got to do it, and then really focus on that thing. Maybe not have ten focuses. Not worried about going out with your buddies to play baseball or you're drinking after work. Or you know, it, if you want to build a lifestyle and you want to change your your, your whole your culture, your, your you know your living habits, your working, you have to just. You have to commit to it, right, Scott? It's the same thing. 100%. Just like a podcast. You, you can't just do a podcast and do one every three weeks. You don't have a podcast. You can say how you want to be a podcaster or have your own podcast as, well, as much as you want. But if you don't actually take action, which, you know, it's your coin term, which, of course, is registered trademark in 50 or two states and Canada. Please do <laughs> yeah. so, What I'm trying to get at is that, you know, you know, I've dedicated 20 years of my life to do this, to build this. You know, and now I'm giving it back to people because I want to see succeed. And the best people are coming to us and saying, "Look, you've helped me. We've been financially, you know, hardened and now you're helping me give me a way to do it. Even helped me clear out my stuff because I really didn't know how to list on eBay or Amazon. It's great. And we pull them out all these little tidbits and all these." tricks of the trade that I've been doing for years like the ads in the paper number that's one of, one of our best things is the ads in the paper buying all over stock closeouts liquidation let's know what you have brand new you know case lots, or you know let us know or going in the, the freebie section and finding stuff or the garage sale section like you said and looking for stuff and saying hey I seen you got a bunch of video games what do you want for okay I'll take anything that you have sealed for a dollar each okay this is where I live come and pick it up so there's a million things again everyone thinks retail arm is just going to Walmart and target and that's all they do. It's more than just that. You need 50 locations to go to. I'm at least serious. You need 20 to 50 locate, and you're not gonna go to them every day because that will be impossible. But you do the main three or four, then you go to another three or four. You just keep rotating through them until you know the process and which stores have the best stuff, and you just maximize that with your time. Again, if you work a nine to five, we we fully get it, right? You know, I, I'm working here, but I can still find time to go do some retail labor if I really wanted to. You know, bring your family with you. Right. Bring your daughter, your son, your daughter, you know, go out for supper, say, hey, we're going to the mall today, we're going to go eat, I'm going to do some retail ARB, and then your daughter will be excited, buy her a gift, you know, take 10 off the shelf and give her one of those, you know, troll watches so she's nice and happy, and you know what I'm saying, and do something like that, maybe go out with your, your with your friend instead of going out drinking for the night or whatever, just go to the, the mall and get him interested, maybe he'll do something, I talked about that too, maybe one guy wants to do books, another guy wants to do toys, or you know, so you help each other. Hey, guess what? I found a bunch of toys. I don't do it here. You can have it, you know, all that type of stuff. So there's, there's a million ways to do it.
1: Yeah, no, again. There, there, there totally is. And I think also, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because as like like you mentioned, like with your kids and stuff, like I have my daughter, Alexis, who she's doing it totally part time, like very, very little. And they've already generated over 6,000. The last I checked, um, now it's not all profit, but it's, you know, it's it's a side little bit of income and they have a ton of inventory in there still that um, once they sell that, that will be, you know, pure profit because it's all paid for through the money that they've already generated through their first set of sales, um, which a lot of people don't consider. And I think they're going to have a phenomenal fourth quarter, but there's so many lessons there. Like she's building a skill set that she can use now to then take to the next thing. Right. And and once you learn this, I think you have a, you definitely have a head start when you start in this when I first started in this, I didn't have to sell on Amazon. I was already doing well in our other businesses um, so it wasn't like something that I had to do but of course I'm an entrepreneur I want to tap into other revenue streams and that's where Amazon came and I tried retail arbitrage and I've said this publicly for like a half hour and it was just too much work for me at the time now if that's all I knew and that's that was my thing, I would have did it I did it with the bridges Right. After the bridges, I I actually sold uh, these garage band loops, which was uh, basically digital, uh, you know, these these little digital uh, loops that went into a program that I recorded and then I put them up on a CD. I sold those. Right. And then uh, I sold projectors. I told you guys that story where I built these little projectors that transferred eight millimeter film did over fifty thousand dollars in old eight millimeter projectors that I sold on eBay. Right. So I've done it. I've hustled. I've went through there. But this business model for anyone that is just they're they're stuck and they just don't know where to go or what what they should do. Do this in the meantime. Right. Because I'm telling you, you're going to you're going to get results. Once you get results, you're going to get momentum. Once you get momentum, it's going to encourage you and kind of boost your, uh, you know, your confidence. And then from there, want to keep going out there and doing it and keep pushing. Um, and that's why we really wanted to do this. I want to share this really quickly though, Dom, um, you know, the, the one from Richard, Richard, um, Palfrey, um, I hope I pronounced his name right, but he was in our first group and he admitted that he didn't even get started until after the class ended. Um, he, I think he had an issue with his account, getting it set up or something. Um, he's actually from the UK. So he posted this after the class was over. And this is what he had wrote. I just want to, he's got a screenshot here and everything, but it says, boom, nice British bank holiday weekend result. And he gives a screenshot and he says, that's about 3,800 US last 30 days. Just wish I could have opened my seller account six weeks earlier. I might've been able to join in the results party with my first six weeks total. Private label next up for me. Thanks, Scott, Dom, and Chris for your brilliant coaching and guidance for making the time and putting in the effort to help all of us newbies. And he goes on to say how it was just such, an illuminating experience, and it one hundred percent convinced him that he wants to be in this business, and he wants to then get into private labeling. So, perfect example, right? He didn't start with the class, but he it wasn't it wasn't the class. It was just like he wasn't ready, or maybe something wasn't right. Once you know, like the the seller's account wasn't it wasn't for whatever reason it wasn't approved or whatever. Yep. But he didn't give up, right? And now he's got thirty eight hundred dollars in the bank account, thirty days later, right? So yep. again, he's still. You know, he's still pushed on and, and pressed on, as we say. Um, so, Dom, before we wrap up, I, I want to, again, just what are the things that you've seen, even with the class? Because there's like out of the class, there's probably, I would say, 10 to 15 percent that are really, really hungry and go-getters. What's the difference? What are you seeing between the 10 and 15 percent and everyone else? And, and don't get me wrong. Everyone in the class pretty much contributed. And we have some people that made $50. $50. In revenue, they made their first dollar, but we have some people that made upwards of $11,000 in six weeks. Um, so what's the difference? What, what, what do you see? What do you look at that and go, okay, I see this person and I see this person?
0: Yeah, it could be a number of things. It could be uh, a lifestyle thing where the area they're in, you know, they might not have the sourcing product, the, sure. the chillers available. It could be a busy time in their life. Uh, it could be that it's just something they thought they would like and then they didn't want to do it what they thought all the work that goes into it finding the stuff taking time away you know because working full-time labeling it sending it in they thought oh i thought it'd be a lot easier than this it also could be that you know i find like if you have the entrepreneur spirit or the sales spirit already you're going to succeed probably a little bit more because you already have that drive to, you know to sell whether it's retail or maybe you were selling other stuff it'd be before, you know, if, if you're a distributor or you're a sales guy already, you know, selling pharmaceutical supplies or if you're selling, you know, you know, wholesaling other stuff already, you know, as, as, a, as a rep, maybe this is a side thing. So you already understand the business of, of finding product. So it could be a, a lot of things, you know. Uh, again, you know, maybe these people just started late and they just, you know, they, 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 you know, they got into the course and the first three weeks they just kind of lost shuffle and oh, we'll take it up later, you know. It could be many reasons. I, again, I, I think the top guys just take their strengths and they just push through because they want to. People have the top guys. It's like any business or even even in sports, or it's just a competitive nature, right, Scott? So yeah. And, and hey, they, wait,
1: wait a minute here. Let, let's just pause though for a second because we keep saying guys. We mean guys and gals yeah. because yeah. I mean we just refer to everyone as hey guys, uh, yeah. but um, we got some women in the group too that were doing well. So cool. I, you know I don't want to seem as though we're just saying that guys are doing it. It's guys and gals um, just because, you know, that's kind of how we refer to everyone. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, but uh, I just wanted to, to say that because, you know, this can, uh, this to me is for anyone. And, but the one thing I want to say is a big, but here, Dom. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I did want to say that, you know, like you said, and I want to highlight this is, you know, you might've did this and started it and you're like, I don't really know if the entrepreneurship is really for me. Right. And let's face it, it's not for everyone. Like there's other challenges that come along with being an entrepreneur. You know, there, there's, there's a hundred different things that you have to be okay with, right? Um, you know, and a lot of people say, well, I like a steady paycheck. Well, you know, you might want that, that nine to five job that you punch a clock, but just understand this too, it's not, ne- it's not necessarily guaranteed. So many people lose their jobs every single day, but it is, you know, a little bit more of a like, okay, I guess I'm going to get my check on Friday, Right. With being an entrepreneur, you're, you're pushing, you're constantly pushing, and you're always having that thought in your head, what if, what if I don't hustle enough? What if I don't get enough uh, sales next month? I mean, I go all the way back to my photography days. I mean, we used to bust our butt in fourth quarter so we could you know, have enough money to live on for the next three months, and then we'd be always thinking to ourselves, I hope we can get enough business in the spring, right? So, as an entrepreneur, you're, you're going to have those thoughts, and by doing this, this will allow you to at least see what kind of work it takes for this business model. And, and, and somewhat to be an entrepreneur, because there's other things you can do as an entrepreneur, not just this, you know,
0: again, it doesn't have to be a full-time operation, but it'll get you to to decide if you want to do it full-time or even part-time and then Mm -hmm. add it to other stuff that you're doing. Maybe you have a Shopify store, right? Maybe you have a retail store that you want to start moving product and you never thought about selling online. It could be lots of things, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, again, I, I just want people to understand that, you know, wherever you are, you know, in your journey, this is just something that I think anyone can do. There's nothing holding you back, zero. Uh, you know, and I mean, if someone said, oh, well, Dom, what if someone said, well, Dom, I only got a hundred bucks to start with. What would you say to them? Well,
0: I would first say, see what you have available where you live, what your family has. Like we said, I go thrifting first, find all that stuff. You know, and then uh, if they only, if they didn't have that option, cause maybe they just moved that you know, parents aren't near them or they just, you know, I would say the hundred dollars, yeah, you you could easily find stuff at the, at dollar stores. Maybe you go to a Dollar Max or a Dollar Tree, try to find some name brand stuff that you know you buy for a dollar and sell them for eight ninety nine or nine nine nine, or or put bundles together. Maybe you take uh, four Dora pencil cases that cost you three dollars and you put them together and sell them for four two 99 I mean, there's lots of ways to do it. If not, another way to do it is, is exactly go go on uh, on Craigslist and those places and and try to find product on there. Guys are clearing out, you know, old the v- VHS five dollars and old. You know, TV VHS combo for ten dollars, a Blu-ray player for fifteen dollars, and just do it that way, and just scale a little bit at a time. Or the easiest way, where a lot of guys start, is books. For a hundred dollars, you can buy a lot of books mm-hmm. for $0. five cents, ten cents, fifteen cents, and then manufacture them or ship them to FBA. So I, I've seen a lot of people turn hundred dollars into five hundred, five into a thousand. That's the same way. Again, there's not too many business models that you can you can take something and make fifty to a thousand percent return on your on your, you know, your ROI on your product. Well, you, yeah. you
1: always, you always talk about that. You don't, you don't like banks. No, uh, well, you <laughs> know, I mean, I mean, you, you like banks, but you, you don't like the return you get on your money sitting in a bank because, Correct. you know, it's like, what does a bank really give you? You know what I mean? What I, I mean, not much, but think, like yeah. you said, if you can buy something for a dollar and if you were to even only get 30 cents back on that dollar, that'd be, that'd be a great return.
0: It's still twenty seven percent more than the bank, or twenty percent more than the bank. will. yeah. I mean, you could do it for a year, just like your daughter. In a year, she probably invest; she'll invest fifteen hundred or two thousand and make ten thousand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just a no brainer. There's, she'll there's never not put, even a
1: CD on the market
0: that'll allow you to do that. That I know of. I mean, you'll never put two thousand in a bank account and walk out with eight thousand, make it eight thousand at the end of the year. No. Exactly. One. Exactly. I don't care. Unless you're a loan shark, you want to lend somebody two, and you they have to pay you back ten. Right. And then that's the only way you make money on your money if you're lending it. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. So I, you know what I mean? Like, so there's just different ways to think of it, but I, I, there there was one story I had and I'd have to look up the podcast episode, but, uh, uh, you know, a a guy started with very little, but he bought like $60 worth of stickers on Craigslist, but it was a whole batch of stickers. This guy just wanted to clear out his garage with these old stickers, but they were new stickers. They were, um, they, they were for maybe like a popular movie or something. I forget what it was. And then he made little bundles with them and he ended up selling those for, he bought them for $60. He ended up selling $1,800 worth of stickers. Yeah, that's right? an easy way to do it. I mean, I mean I wonder if my,
0: my friend of mine went to a garage sale about two years ago, and he found literally about 1,200 pieces. He paid about $100, and they were those little pods with, with little toys inside of them, name-brand toys that you put in the gumball machines. Yep. It's like I used to be a distributor had gumball machines. So I just want to get rid of them. And he was selling on eBay. He was putting like sets of six of Mario and six of Star Wars and getting like eight bucks, ten bucks a set. You know, he was paying, he paid a nickel for the set. He was, you know, two, three thousand percent profit, you know, on that deal. He made hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Again, that's out there. But you got to dig every day. Right. You got to be on you got to be on Craigslist. You got to be on, you know, those garage sale sites. You got to be on, uh, you know, slick wallet or slick deals. Slick deals, fat wallet. Yep. Yep in the forms, not, not the deals on the front In the forms in the back end. Hey guys, I'm, I'm moving. I got to clear myself or, you know, all those type of stuff. And you'll, you'll be surprised what you find.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, I love it. I love it. I mean, I, I love it now that we've been through twice. Um, and we're, we're, we're thinking about, you know, opening it, but maybe even opening it. So it's not a closed, uh, you know, a open and close We're we're still kind of working the details out. I would definitely encourage you guys to head over to 1k fast track dot com. Just head over there if you're at all interested and uh, and check that out. Like, uh, you know, if, if you're interested, it's going to help you get through this process. And I think a lot of times people want the handholding um, and then also all of the resources that Dom brings to the game here. I mean, tons of resources, um, tons of knowledge. And uh, so if you guys are interested, definitely head over to one kfasttrackcom Check out the details over there. And uh, like I said, it's a it's a way to kickstart this thing and really get you started in the right direction. I would also encourage you to take us up on the seven day challenge. Like literally right now, clean out your garage, call someone that you know that might have a garage that needs cleaning out or, or or an attic or whatever. And, and just start listing stuff on eBay. Like that's it. Like you can literally do that before you even get done with today. Like after you get off of here, you can listen, go home, do it. You'll have stuff listed. Like it'll be live in the eBay platform. And we had people that did that in the class and before the end of the day, they already had a sale and they were posting it. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I sold that that organ key <laughs> or whatever, right? Or the, Wii, the Wii video game system for 250 bucks because they yeah. weren't using yeah. the
0: ps anymore. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, you, you just don't know what you're sitting on. So it's worth a shot. Um, I would definitely encourage you guys to do that and then report back to us um, in this episode, episode 362 uh, the amazing seller.com forward slash three We'll also have the transcripts, the show notes, all that stuff will be found there as well. So Dom, I think we're going to wrap this up for this update. Um, really just want to say everyone that's listing that's in the one K fast track, you guys crushed it and we're super proud of you guys. And the cool thing is with that group too, Dom, that I'm finding is they're not done. Like in the alumni group, those guys are still at it. Like our first group, they're still at it. Like there's people in are still posting screenshots of their hauls and 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 out there hustling every single day. And some of them that are starting their their first PL product. And it's just really exciting to see how everything's evolving um, from these guys taking uh, taking action and uh, and getting started with the 1K fast track. So uh, is there any last little bits of advice you want to give us before we uh, before we wrap this up, buddy?
0: yeah i know i just want to uh, i want first of all thank you the, for, for both groups that started off the alumni group with like i said you it's kicking some butt and uh, the newer group which is the alumni group part now too so they're doing really well and you know whoever's out there listening for that you know keep it going guys let's keep it going fourth quarter's coming up real fast don't think it's not keep sourcing the stuff and then for everyone else that's not part of the 1k that wants to try this you know go to the 1k fast com and try to sign up for it and uh you know, we'll go from there. We give you all the resources, everything that I've done for 20 years. I give all the tidbits, all the tools that you need, you know, for looking for stuff and tidbits, and not just a regular, you know, just go to Walmart or Target type stuff. You know, we're giving you all the insiders type stuff that I've learned over the years, and with you know Chris Scott's help, we've you know made it really nice and uh, easy process for you guys. Again, it's just it's just a take action
1: thing at that at that point now. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I appreciate it. And, you know, as always, I mean, it's just a, it's a pleasure to uh, to have you as a resource for us to be able to kind of pull from and, uh, and you're so generous with your time and in those groups and even not even in that group. I mean, even in the just TAS, the, the main group, even in our class. I mean, you're always very helpful. We appreciate it. And uh, I'm so glad that we were able to uh, finally Uh, you know, meet each other and then align each other and, uh, and help each other and now become friends. And we just went to a Cavs Raptors game, which was freaking amazing, Um, which was Uh, crazy. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some meetups here in the future. So just a lot of cool things happening with, uh, with you and and with us. And uh, I just want to thank you again publicly for, uh, for doing everything.
0: And uh, thank you very much for all the opportunities to help, uh, you know, to help your listeners. I mean, I've always, you know, it's a space that I've always kind of want to help with and, uh, Unfortunately, in Canada, there's not too many people you could talk to about retail art and private label. And uh, my staff and my wife are pretty well, uh, you know, they're up to their uh, eyes with uh, with me talking (laughs) 24-7. So my wife especially is like, oh, thank God you found Scott. Now you can talk to him for 24 hours
1: if you want about this. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. For everyone. Yeah, no. Cool. All right, guys. So that is going to wrap up this episode. I am going to close this down with Dom on. Normally I cut and then I do my own outro, but I'm going to do it with Dom on. So Dom, you're going to actually do it with me. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, cool. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you something to do here in a second. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. All right, guys. So, like I said, the show notes, theamazingseller.com forward slash three sixty two. All that'll be there. The one K fast track. So just one K fast track.com. You guys can head there, get all the information on that. And guys, I hope that you got value from this. I hope you guys see the potential that is here. If you guys are stuck, if you guys are just not sure what to do next. Start here like this is a great way to get started and also build that account in Amazon. So you have a seasoned account So guys, that's it. That's gonna wrap it up Remember as always I'm here for you I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to you have to come on say it with me say it loud Say it proud. Dom's gonna say it with me on the count of three. We're gonna say it together. Dom. You ready? Yeah, all right the count of three. One, two, three. take action All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Take care, and we'll see you soon. Okay, ready? Whenever you're ready, man, we're recording.
0: Hey, 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 it's Dom Sugar, and I'm going to sing you a song for you. It's going to be a show you a thing or two. You'll have some fun with me and Scott now with us and all the gang. Learning from each other. We're going to do our thing. Na, 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 we're gonna have a good time. Na, 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 gonna have a good time. Hey, hey, hey. everybody, this is <laughs> Dom Sugar along with Scott Volker here. We're here for episode number 323 and we're gonna be talking a little bit about a 1K fast track and uh, give you some numbers going on to uh, see how everything went and we're gonna start right now. What's going on, Scott?
1: What's going on is that you just screwed up the episode number, Dom. Yeah. Okay, we'll start all over <laughs> okay
0: you want to do the hey hey cake so welcome back
1: yeah yeah jump right in there ready
0: hey 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 this is dom sugar what's going on everybody and welcome back to episode 362 we're gonna be talking a little bit about the one fade cast
1: oh my god (laughs) that's good i like it i like it. now you can see what goes into the intro right
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: right everybody thinks it's easy it's easy, yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: we'll try it again. Ready? Intro. Take two. Take three. Hey, 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 this is your boy Dom Sugar. And we're live here. We're getting, oh man, no, don't lie. We're not live. We're going to cut we're not that live. Out. We're not live. We're not live. This isn't Friday. <laughs> okay.